Hey guys, it's Mio here, your host for Hot Issue, What's for Lunch? Hot Issue is a show under Act Now Community Mobile App where we dive deep into community issues happening around us with our invited guests representing their respective professions. Now, for today, what are we having for lunch? Let's find out. Hello, what is up folks? There's something wrong with my camera. As you can see, we're a bit of a slanted uh, angle here, but don't worry, I'm actually trying to solve this problem. That's the life of having to do you know, shows live because at the end of the day, something unexpected, more, more often or not, will actually pop up. Mio Adan here once again for another session of uh, Act Now, What's for Lunch. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. And today we got a very couple of, uh, we've we got a couple of very interesting topics in mind uh, that we're going to be discussing today. And of course, uh, we have the special guest, or should I say our normal guest that we have normally together with us, Mr. Melvin Lam. Hey, Melvin, how are you? Fine, fine. I see that you probably fell down somewhere just now. <laughs> I don't know. My camera was actually supposed to be in the middle here, but somehow the secondary camera is actually turned on. I'm trying to uh, solve this issue while we're actually doing this. But before that, I think this this is a good look because you can see like it's a bit more professional. You can see the mic down here. You can see me a bit of a you know wider angle. I think this is fine, don't you think? Yeah, I thought yes. We're gonna spin some music. Yeah, it, it's look like we're in a party, but no worries. We are definitely in a party because why? We're gonna be talking about a couple of very, very interesting topic in mind, uh, which is something that we need to highlight to all Malaysians out there because this is an ongoing thing that has uh, been uh, developing not just during these COVID times, but also previously uh, as well. Because uh, Melvin, we are going to be talking about unemployment graduates now while i'm trying to solve this issue melvin maybe perhaps you can enlighten our fellow listeners our fellow viewers what are we talking about here melvin please well i have uh, an old report this is actually done since 2019 that's the latest from the statistics department anyway um from that year that was the record of unemployed graduates increased by a storming number of 22 by 5 percent 22.5% unemployed. And, and this is, bear in mind, 2019 reports from the statistics department. So um, it was um, jumping from 165,200 unemployed to 400 persons. So it's a jump of 22.5%. So this is um, uh, the, the, because of the unfavorable economic environments that consequence of overall uh, supply of labors. And um, it, it's make out a lot of um, uh, why uh, we have such a number at that time, 2019, is um, because the market is uh, highly competitive and complex job situations. And um, do you know, uh, Mio, every year, 21 public sector Public sector university and 38 private sector university produce around 51,000 graduates a year. Okay, that's every year. year. Yes, every year. But 60% remain unemployed at least for one year. Mm. Uh, this is according to the 2018 um, studies by the Ministry of Education. All right. So uh, 
the number of job seekers is higher than the number of vacancies actually available, right? Uh, that's mm -hmm. one reason. And another reason is that graduates are very picky at the time, 2019, uh, when it comes to job selections. And they are very unrealistic. They have uh, unrealistic. They have this dream when they graduate, they want to have a big paycheck and all these things. And uh, that's a case study, a case that actually uh, reported a fresh graduate asking for 6,500 ringgit as a starting salary. Mm. All right. So uh, there was a survey by Job Street as well. Um, a survey. Uh, it, it says that 30% of the fresh graduate are expecting to get 6,500 for the first job. And 60% of them expecting at least 3,500 to start with. 30% fresh graduate want 6,500 to start off with. And 60% want a minimum of 3,500 to start off with. So that's why the this high skill salary was not available. That's why yeah, that's what we're trying to understand here. That's what we're trying to figure out here. There's two fronts on, on, on how we actually look at this. For one, you can see how the job market uh, is going on. As you mentioned, there are so many more uh, fresh graduates out there versus job vacancies that's available for each uh, graduate. And from whatever it is that you just point out just now, we're looking at, uh, at, a, at a ratio of maybe one to two or one to three one job for three fresh graduates. That's how uh, it is in Malaysia. On the other hand, as what you have mentioned as well, apa yang masalah yang kita nampak juga, fresh graduates ni, lepasan graduan yang baru saja tamatkan pengajian mereka di IPTE ataupun IPTS or wherever it is, they uh, continued or they finished their education, is that their demand is a bit, orang kata macam tak masuk akal. It's a bit, uh, um, it's a bit over the top in regards of yeah. what expect a fresh graduate's salary, first salary should be like. Saya tak pernah uh, berkesempatan uh, as well as you know maybe before your time as well Marvin. I don't know maybe it's the difference of timing zaman dulu dengan zaman sekarang. Tapi waktu saya mula bekerja di Malaysia dulu walaupun saya seorang graduan luar negara, I was an, uh, I was an overseas graduate. My starting salary, Alhamdulillah at that point in time, I got 3,500 ringgit because of the uh, thing that I've uh, managed to uh, secure. And I have to say that was uh, still higher than any fresh graduates out there as well. But again, for a local graduate, not demand 6,500 ni. That's just uh, wrong, isn't it, Melvin? What do you think? Yes, I think, uh, I mean, my time is different. I mean, I'm much more senior than you. Uh, I remember the um, those people who graduate, um, the students who fresh graduates work in the bank in those days, uh, it's around 900 ringgit a month. Mm. Probably tells you my age <laughs> that time, you know. But now I think it's different. If we ask for, if 30% of fresh graduates demand 6,500, I don't think that's the place. I mean, I wish that we, uh, Malaysia is so um, economics well, that afford that the, the demands is there to pay, but mm. it's not. And you know what, Samuel, uh, since last year, it's worse because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The economics actually, uh, Malaysian economics is actually, um, well, uh, suffer. Mm. And uh, the, the rates of employment shoot up higher. Uh, not And uh, besides every year that we have fresh graduates, we have those uh, full-time employments has been retrenched or salary have been uh, uh, cut because um, the company, like, you know, like, like at the moment now we have uh, experienced not down. 
the uh, the hotel industry, uh, the lifestyle industries, you know, the retail industries have all suffered. Yeah, and that's uh, some companies uh, are willing to 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 cut the the line. I mean, uh, operations because they will not know when with. Uh, we will resume back to our normal lifestyle. Yes. Um, and, and also, there's, there's, there's another uh, thought that, I mean, there's another point that one of our viewers are actually uh, pointing out, which is, I believe, is, is so true as well. Because if you look at how our time was, I mean, like you might be in the early 90s. Mine was more in the early 2000s, where, you know, when we want to go out and find our first job, the cost of living was different. Uh, untuk me menyara kehidupan seseorang tu sangat-sangat berbeza dengan apa yang seseorang harus melalui sekarang. Contoh yang saya boleh bagi paling simple, my time Melvin, as far as you know as well, one biji of curry puff only cost about 20 cent and that was even considered expensive during your time I believe because yeah, like, yeah. I remember my seniors were telling me sepinggan nasi lemak dengan ayam goreng can cost between 70 cents to 1 ringgit. I punya time was already 1 ringgit 50 cent. Kalau sekarang ni you nak beli nasi lemak dengan ayam goreng kalau you tak ada 4 ringgit atau 5 ringgit macam better tak payah makan nasi lemak. So people are saying that yes your time was simpler because everything was cheaper. But now we fresh graduates we need more money because renting saja dah 2000. Kereta nak bayar saja 500. Nak bayar tachengo saja 300 bulan. Minyak lagi harga melambung 2 300 bulan. So it's quite fair what they're demanding isn't it? I would say um if it's in parallel the comics also rooms also prosperous, I think that were so-called the, uh, the, um, the demands is there. But unfortunately, our, in real life, uh, our economics is, has been affected. And how do we, uh, how do the bosses or others pay such a high demand? Mm -hmm. uh, because when, when they were studying, these young uh, students are studying, they have a dream probably the time everything was good everything demand but unfortunately when they graduate times it's not as what they have thought of so that need a bit of adjustments and couple with since last year 2020 of the pandemic issues which is i say it's not only malaysia it's a worldwide economics has been affected so a lot of adjustments need to be done and that's why also probably us uh today this morning i have um I write an article uh, in the paper. Uh, this is actually uh, talking about fresh graduates actually nowadays, I mean, to meet, that's what you say, to uh, and to pay the bills. Uh, these are real real uh, young youngsters, which I, I appreciate. Uh, mm -hmm. They actually go to work like, um, uh, work as a register in a local petrol station. This guy, he's, he's a graduate, and he's about a year, uh, a year and a half he, uh, he's a graduate from international business management and he couldn't find a job. So what himself do in order to survive, he worked as in the petrol station as cash register uh, responsibility. And also um, he deliver when off hours, he deliver passes every day for for year hearing uh, uh, delivery services to meet ends meet. So we need to adjust and I always tell uh, those people who have still in employed, please uh, be grateful, uh, honestly, be grateful uh, to your bosses 
because uh, during this time, he's, they still hold on to you. So give the support back. Because if you are, you are in a business of non-essential, you, you can't even open up. But the, the, the company still wants to maintain you. So I think we have some hearts. We have some uh, gratitude to your bosses. Yeah, uh, dan juga anak tanya you punya pendapat juga Melvin because again uh, it's a bit of a chicken and egg kind of thing kadang-kadang kita salahkan pihak kerajaan contohnya ataupun we are blaming the graduates themselves being spoiled is there a middle ground is there somewhere in between yang kita sebenarnya boleh uh, bersama-sama bukan saja untuk nak senangkan pihak kerajaan ataupun nak senangkan pihak majikan but also giving opportunities to the uh, fresh graduates as well is there something is there is there some way that we can actually compromise uh, in order, you know, for us to have at least some of a win-win situation uh, well, among both parties. Well, you asked me a question which I can't honestly. Uh, my my personal opinion, if those mm. your, your opinion at least, yes. Okay. Um, if those who has been affected, you know, your bosses, your your company have been affected by the by the slowdown of the economics. It's it's not a wish of your boss because of the lockdown. If they are not able to open up the business. If that is a payroll card, operation card, please support that because uh, everyone needs to survive, mm. right? Of course, we always start with the top level, have more uh, uh, pay cards, and then to the bottom, at least a minimum salary to maintain. Uh, you know, for that matter, if it's, as it reported yesterday, the lockdown might be extended to year end. A lot of company, Although a lot of bosses rather close it down right now. They don't know the directions where we go. So I uh, think um, be thankful if your bosses still take care of you. You know, uh, you must realize every day, you know, you must read, at least read what's happening in the country. And for the young graduates, I think uh, there's still jobs around. Uh, please uh, do not be too sick. Unless they are born with, uh, uh, under the privileged family. Otherwise, we have no choice. You know, uh, a, a Chinese Cantonese saying, if your horse carriage broke down, or your horse is, is not able to function your horse, you have must learn how to walk yourself. Hmm. No? Okay. I have also read the last two, three months, um, people uh, uh, Personal trainers have no choice. Professional uh, personal trainers have no choice but to work in the wholesale market. Mm. You know, Slayan wholesale market. You know, uh, honestly, those pays are not low. Uh, it was reported even uh, if you are a foreigner, you get an average hundred ringgit a day. Yeah, but of course, probably it's longer hours. The environment is not there, but then it's still. Good money. Mm-hmm. So, so not be too picky to see. And um, I say it's better to rely on ourselves than knocking on the uh, government's door. Please, yeah, government give us five fifty ringgit. If we are bujang, hundred ringgit or three hundred ringgit. Probably, if you are a smoker, how many packs of cigarettes can you buy? Oh yeah, guys! Just a quick break from the show. If you have not downloaded Act Now Community Mobile App on your mobile phone. Quickly do so because you can report any sort of community issues 
and we will highlight it to the local councils or relevant authorities. It's all free and super user-friendly to make your reports. Let's improve our beloved neighbourhood together. And now, let's get back to the show. It's about trying to survive because like it or not, at the end of the day, because sekarang ni kita uh, hanya ingin untuk kekal relevant. We are, we are striving to survive. We are not striving to be the best version of ourselves that we can be sebenarnya. So kita haruslah lakukan apa yang kita boleh buat untuk kita at least, you know, cover our expenses, trying to lead our daily lives as much as possible, uh, earning untuk kita boleh bagi sedikit kepada our parents dan juga untuk memberi kita enough uh, makanan dan juga untuk, yelah, untuk meneruskan kehidupan kita lah. Okay, we, we've done talking about the first topic. Uh, we've done talking about the uh, first topic at hand because why, kenapa saya sebut pasal makan tadi? Sebab topik yang kedua ni, the second uh, topic that we want to raise, that we want to talk about with you guys is about how, you know, delicacies can be different across uh, different countries, of, uh, across different cultures, uh, even dekat dalam Malaysia sekalipun. Contohnya, kalau orang Melayu, kita dah biasa makan rendang. Kalau the Chinese, they may uh, eat uh, more, um, you know, Chinese skewed uh, kind of cuisine. The Indians would have their, you know, Indian cuisine and whatnot. Everyone is different. Tapi ada juga pihak-pihak yang mengatakan bahawa Turtle eggs merupakan satu delikasi yeah. yang sangat sedap, yang sangat hebat tetapi adalah salah untuk kita makan. It's wrong for us to actually harvest turtle eggs now. Uh, Melvin, what is this story all about? Share with us. I, I don't know. Have you eaten a turtle eggs before? I personally have not but I know people who have uh, consumed them, has, has, has taken them as a delicacy uh, within their meal lah, makan dengan nasi dan sebagainya. Pernah saya kenal. Yeah. Me too. I'm not, I'm not tasted even a single one, but I have no urge to try. Even though there's so much report that saying that it, the perception is is a delicacy or aphrodisiac kind of food, but then this bear in mind, the turtles in Malaysia are protected animal or marine animal, mm. and uh, we have groups. Uh, the Turtle Watch Malaysia group they actually gather a lot of information that is about. Um, Especially during the MCO period, there's a lot of people selling turtle eggs online. You know? Uh, and that's one incident, one case report. The largest amount that, turtle, uh, that this group, Turtle Watch Malaysia, found is that to offer, they offer 600 turtle eggs from Purao Rendang uh, to sell online, which is worth about 3,000 ringgit. You know? So uh, there's a lot of social media people criticizing the seller and buyers because. It's a band, uh, we can't, uh, it's a protected uh, species. Mm. And the, uh, the setting is that um, the survival of turtles, actually, uh, the, the babies or so, uh, newborns, uh, uh, baby turtles, uh, they have been incubating it. Uh, and there's only the chances, only 1,000 babies turtles can grow up safely at sea at any time, at any, on an annual basis. You know? So uh, this is actually a illegal trait, uh, and a lot of people now even start on Facebook, starting on WhatsApp and all these things. Okay, and, I want to ask your opinion, pula. Kerana apa? Why why did I start this conversation talking about cultures and delicacies and whatnot? So, but let's see, you yourself, Marvin, you have been brought up in a in a culture or in an environment where, for instance, um, let, let's put it as an example, chicken. 
You know, you've been eating chicken all your life. Your family has been chicken, uh, eating chicken all their lives. Tapi one day, tiba-tiba it's found out that chickens are extinct or becoming extinct. Hence why dia dah dijadikan sebagai haiwan terlarang that you cannot enjoy anymore as a delicacy. Now, that's a bit unfair, isn't it? Sebab daripada you kecil sampai you besar, you tahu makan ayam je. You tahu nak makan ayam saja. And then like people say that, oh, okay, you cannot eat chicken anymore because it's endangered. You are so, sort of like, Um, telling them like we are going into your culture and you tak boleh nak makan dah. Perception orang kadang-kadang macam tu tau. What do you think? What's your opinion on that? Well, I will stop waiting if there's a, uh, a law uh, passed that we have the chickens have been somehow been protected species. Yeah. Must have been a reason behind. Why okay. is it extinct? Or it could be not extending, uh, extinct, but chicken could be Uh, because uh, could be that as deadly as COVID 19 one day, you know, you eat chicken meat, it, you you is good at taking poison. You know? So, Daddy, you hanya akan berhenti makan because the fact that it could do you harm, or because the fact that you are afraid that the authorities might find or you know or put you in jail because of eating chicken. I just uh, want to understand your your views on that. For me, if I I stop because the law says that you need to be stopped for a good reason. Right, mm-hmm. it could be that chickens has been meat have been contaminated somehow, and uh, it's not good for your health, and we have to avoid it. We never know the future, you know. Uh, that I means of course there will be a good reason that passed by parliament why we can't eat chicken. If that is passed, I think I will avoid chicken. There's so many other things that you can actually try. That is that legal, so called, is safe, or you don't have to worry that you'll be caught if you're eating it. You know, so. Um, Uh, we should not say because I have been brought up in traditionally, I can eat, and why you stop me? I have, I, I have to exercise my rights, so so I can I can uh, eat whatever I want. You can't just like tigers and all those things. Uh, killing a tiger in Malaysia is bad. I mean, they're underprotected species, in a sense. So mm-hmm. we have to abide. Uh, I'm so sorry that we want freedom, but sometimes freedom is is over. Uh, oh, so oh yes, you, you, I can take drugs. I say I'm free. I I, I can grow mandarina in my in my in my in my balcony. Why stop me? You know, it's a plan. Mm. So uh, if it's actually an offense, we should stop it. No reason why I'm also asking you this is because, like you know, as as how the world is so different from 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 whichever it is that you're from. Contohnya, if from if you're from China, if you're from you know certain parts of of Southeast Asia, we know for a fact that in some countries, um, I don't even have to mention to you guys, some countries, you know, they do enjoy you know dogs or cats or rats even as a delicacy they are used to that that's what they're used to that's what they're being brought up eating and it's fine for them and the world obviously look at this as something that that is taboo that is wrong sangat sangat salah so um sangat sangat uh, lain persepsi when you talk, when you, when, when you want to talk about perception when you uh. want to how you should you know like point to these guys saying that hey you're wrong you can't eat dogs but I've been eating dogs since my grandfather. So what's wrong with that? It says that's a culture difference. It's not because it's banned, right? Mm. It's not because it's under underprotected. Because it's a culture difference. Um, like I, I not speaking speaking uh speaking on behalf of the Vietnamese or the southern part of China, why right? they eat dogs, they eat cats, or the rats and all those things because they're under poverty, and this is something a meat that they don't need to buy. Mm. You know, uh, it's because of the social economic uh, reasons. They have no choice. 
they need meat, right? Uh, they are not vegetarians, unfortunately. And it's vegetarians, I just eat grass <laughs> or, or plant. But this is a free meal. They go around and kill because I don't have to pay. Uh, but of course, uh, a more developed country because I say our cats, dogs, they have um, uh, it's an intelligence level. These animals, they are much loved. They are domesticated. I think try to avoid those. You know, uh, and of course, um, like uh, if these dogs or cats have been uh, uh, stray dog cats, it might also carry certain bacteria in it in the meat. Uh, if it's not right, uh, so-called well cooked, probably you will bring this bacteria in your body and it spreads something like uh, what we understand COVID nineteen started the way where they some part of uh, is it in. Uh, city in china in in the market they slaughter this wild animals snakes whatever so that's how we i don't know whether it's true or not but it was I mean, made a legend i mean like we we until now we do not know the whole truth yeah. about it but yeah exactly as, as what you mentioned you know because at the end of the day um cultural or not uh, how you were brought up or not it all depends on the situation and it all depends on the current climate of how things are being done and especially in Malaysia we would just like to highlight this and point it out uh, point this out very clearly is that you cannot harvest turtle eggs because turtles at the end of the day are endangered species and they need to be taken care of they're under the um, well they're under the protected uh, animals and it is our responsibility as Malaysians at least to make sure that we do not condone and we do not support and we do not promote these acts of selling and consuming turtle eggs uh, the local, uh, the quay eggs, the small little quay eggs. Telur burung puyuh. Banyak lagi telur burung yang lain boleh makan. Okay, tak payah nak cari telur penyuh. Okay, that's a very interesting topic that we have for today. Very interesting stuff that we have just discussed. Uh, thank you so much, Melvin, for coming on to the show. But yeah, before right. you leave, I not test you punya German lagi because this is all about the one phrase of the day, one German phrase of the day. Kita dah tanya how are you, kita dah tanya saya khabar baik, kita dah uh, tanya macam mana kalau kita lapar, kalau kita dahaga. Sekarang ni, Melvin, you nak pergi shopping. So, bila you nak pergi shopping, you see something, contohnya you see something and then you want to ask the seller, how much does this cost? How much do you need to pay? So, ini panjang sikit. So, you kena dengar. Eh? Ayat dia adalah, we feel as costed. We feel as costed. Okay, that was actually the best that you pernah cakap apart from yeah. all of the things I just got you. Nampak saya you shopping punya person. Say it again. We feel as costed. We feel as costed. How much does it cost? That's how you say. Wow. Okay, like, I rasa you can do it dengan I lagi tiga minggu. You boleh cakap German dengan lancar sangat. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I will buy a ticket and fry there. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, thank you so much again, Melvin, for coming on to What's for Lunch. As always, hope to see you again yes. tomorrow. What's for yes, Lunch, Melvin? Tomorrow. I hope it's not Turtle Eggs. Oh, tomorrow is something we have a special guest. All the oh, way from yeah. Kulai. Let's talk a bit about tomorrow. What's happening tomorrow, Melvin? We have a friend from Kulai. Ah. Uh, a young man. Mm. Uh, like uh, is doing a lot of uh, communities job. Okay. Uh, and I see he has a future because he help people without any uh, so-called uh, expecting any returns. Uh, 
That's so it's, 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 I'm glad that uh, we have him tomorrow. Yeah. So and kalau really anda semua nak tahu tentang Akarin saja, uh, you know, uh, share with us. Make sure you guys follow our page Act Now uh, Community Mobile Community App on Facebook. Make sure you guys follow us there because all of the information is gonna be there. And make sure, without a doubt, you guys be with us tomorrow at 12 p.m. Uh, on this particular channel. Thanks so much, Melvin, Bye. for coming on. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. That's it, guys, for today's episode. Don't forget to watch us live on Facebook at Act Now Trooper English every Monday to Friday at 12 p.m. Or listen to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye.